0: Hello and welcome to the Gagan Press, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be talking all things Liverpool. My name is Andrew Headspeath, and joining me today is Top Red Alex Purdy. How are you, Purds?
1: Uh generally very good. But in terms of Liverpool, slightly deflated, but doesn't matter too much, does it?
0: Slightly deflated. Okay, we'll get we'll get on to that. So Obviously, last night ended Liverpool's chances of getting that uh, that Centurion title or even of breaking uh, Man City's points record in the Premier League. It was another slightly disappointing performance, I guess. Uh, another defeat, which takes away from, from the season a little bit. What did you make of the game itself, Alex? Was there anything positive that you could take away from that, from that defeat? Um, a
1: few positives, yeah. I thought Robertson played back to his best. I thought... Since the turn of the year, he hasn't really been at his best. And last night we saw what he can properly do, um, as well as Mane. But, you know, those were the two standouts. Other than that, not too much, to be fair. We were dominant. But if you don't put the ball in the back of the net, then it doesn't really matter how much possession you have.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on on Robertson, because I think, like, over the last few weeks, I saw somebody comment on Twitter that we've had the Scotland Robertson, the Liverpool Robertson, since since lockdown. (laughs) Uh, but I think yeah, last last couple of games as well, we've really seen him like come back to his come back to his best, which is really good. Unfortunately, I'm not sure what version of Van Dyke we had last night. What was what what happened there, Birdie?
1: No, that's just that's just a momentary <laughs> lapse of concentration. Unfortunately, but to say that it's only his second mistake leading to a Premier League goal in 88 games, not too bad. I'll take is that. that.
0: Is that good? I never know with those stats, because you always get those stats which says like six errors leading to goal in whatever games. I never know whether that's actually a good thing or whether that's what well, like par for the course, but
1: two and eighty-eight I sounds decent to me, but yeah.
0: it, it does, yeah. I, yeah, it's decent. Um but is it is it kind of reassuring to see Van Dyke is actually a human and not just like some amazing football robot after all. No, it kind of, no, no it's, it's just, not me.
1: No, no. <laughs> no it's not. <laughs> no, I want to I think he's a robot and he just he's always perfect. And he actually was last night, apart from that one error. Like, he actually played well.
0: Yeah, he did. It was just, uh, I think, yeah, unfortunate. But if you're going to make mistakes, do it when you've already won the league. That's I it. Guess. Perfect time to do it. Yeah. Um, I saw as well a stat that Liverpool had more shots in the 49th minute than Arsenal did in the whole game. <laughs> is there like a, is there a slight problem now with Liverpool's finishing? I've seen like Salah uh, in particular since the restart. He seems so desperate to get his uh, third consecutive golden boot um, that I think maybe he's trying a little bit too hard, if that's a real thing. And I think, yeah, again, we can talk agree. a bit about Firmino as well, who's, uh, who's maybe not been quite in the form that, that he needs to be to play in that role. I don't know what you think about uh, Liverpool's forwards at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think it's just a like a two percent drop in concentration after we've won the league. Um Salah especially but towards this end of like the end of the seasons, you know, this sort of area, he always looks frustrated and it's really annoying. Um because he's so desperate to get that golden boot and you can see it.
0: Yeah, I saw it in the, I saw it really clearly as well in the game against Burnley, like every time he he have so many chances and he just sort of fluff them but he'd be really, really annoyed with himself as well. And part of me thinks that's great because he, he's obviously he really cares about this and he's still wanting to go hard for it. But on the other hand I'm just like, calm down calm down mate, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I actually it's a good mentality, but then you've got to show it on the pitch and not just snatch at every opportunity you have, because you're never gonna do it if you keep doing that. So it works yeah. both ways. Yeah, it's actually affecting him worse having that mentality.
0: And uh, what did you make of Arsenal then? Um, like, like, you obviously see anytime anyone beats Liverpool now, it's like you get all these a million thought pieces the next day about how they've turned the corner and they're going to be amazing now. And this is the start of a new era for them. Yeah, yeah. But is it that or is, is it just that Liverpool, you know, had an off day and we won the title or are we going gonna... to... hundred percent the know.
1: latter. Uh, <laughs> this is This might sound really salty, but I can't really give Arsenal any credit last night. They were defensively sound, like, decent, fine, fair enough. But they created nothing. We literally gave them the game. It was our own downfall. We lost the game. They didn't win the game, if you get what I mean. We gave them. Yeah. We gave them that.
0: And I guess leading on from that, do the results actually mean anything then when we look ahead to next season? I know, like, Klopp has kind of, like, tried to, like, put a... A public face on it and say like no no we want to get as many points as possible and now it's a good time to to get uh to try out new things with uh, some of the younger players especially and get them prepared for for next season as well but is this just like an extended preseason, or how do you see these games does it hurt you when Liverpool are losing or do you just not care at all
1: I care I care less but I still care um basically <laughs> it's just a bad pre-season isn't it um,
0: yeah, I mean, it,
1: yeah, it would have been nice to cap the season off with breaking the record, but gives us something to aim for next season, if anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, like the way I see it as well is like you always run faster when you're being chased, don't you? And I think just like and as good as Liverpool have been and all the talk of mentality monsters and stuff, like as soon as that, as soon as the title was official, you could just see the the drop off, and obviously lockdown stuff hasn't helped at all like how it's never gonna help is it? But you just see now there has just been, as you say, like a five percent drop off. You see that really that really does make a difference when they haven't got like this bear chasing them. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so obviously we're being we're being fairly like I guess rational about about this. (laughs) Um let's talk about uh the other side of our fan base. I know you you are you're obviously a bit younger than me, Purds. You spend a lot of your time living on social media. Yeah, it's true. Can you tell us a bit about what you've uh, what you've seen online in the last in the last few hours. It's
1: it really has been horrendous this time. Like <laughs> I I hate Liverpool Twitter so much. Um, a few highlights from last night I saw were Oxo Chamberlain is nowhere near good enough. We need to sell him now. Um, <laughs> FSG out again. Yeah, um, th- mm-hmm. you you found something, you just saw a tweet, didn't you? What was that again?
0: Yeah, so I mean if I just go on to like Liverpool's Twitter page, and you can you can do this with with any tweet you want at home, and then just the first <laughs> the first it's like a, it's it's Klopp's comment saying we made some human errors, which is not nice, blah blah blah. We can learn from these situations. It's still been a great season. Literally, the first uh, comment under that is from some anonymous egg. Uh, and it says the biggest problem with this club right now is the small club mentality easily get satisfied with a, easily get satisfied with a few titles no hunger <laughs> to dominate and win anymore now the club has won the EPL and out, it's like if the team will lose intensity forever why do Liverpool fans do this What what is it's, it's what just laughable here,
1: Like I will get so angry if I don't laugh at that um, <laughs> honestly I don't know because I don't think like that at all I guess we're this this is this Twitter space where you have to be the best, otherwise rival fans will come at you, and oh, we can't take it, so we need to be the best all the time. I'm guessing, I've got no think, idea.
0: Do you think this is like? I guess I see it more intensely because I'm a Liverpool fan, and I don't like I don't really engage with other fans' uh, Twitter followings as much. But do you think this is like? I, a lot of people say this is a this is a Liverpool specific problem. I'm not sure it is. I think it happens with every club, but I I guess the problem is now that like. We haven't even lifted the trophy yet. We're still, currently, as it stands, we're reigning Premier League, Champions League and World Champions. And we're still yeah. getting these comments about, you know, FSG out and certain players not being good enough and the need to spend on, on you know, Werner and Iwepay and whoever else, Tiago and whoever else. Yeah, and I, it's I just think this, you're right. I yeah, think it's just this like...
1: world. <laughs> all, all, on, fan, all fans do it, but, like, they have a point. Like, Man United fans are winning a new defender. Yeah, sure. But we're actually, like, incredible. We don't need to get rid of our owners. We don't need to restructure the entire (laughs) midfield. Calm down. (laughs) Like, uh, it's 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 really infuriating.
0: It's like, what do you actually want? I mean, do you want... I mean, the only thing is, do you want to be Man City? Do you want to be PSG? Because I don't. I'm perfectly happy with the way the club is being run at the moment. Obviously, there's always things that could be run better... And you know, and there's there's little things that you can you can sort of poke holes in, but but why would you when you're world champions? It just <laughs> exactly. It you always need you
1: need bit. exactly. You always need to leave like a bit of room for improvement so you can keep striving forward. But our fans, our fans want everything right now all the time,
0: and it's weird. Yeah, I think there is this. There's also this like this inherent battle on social media, Twitter specifically where it's just become like this my dad's harder than your dad contest, (laughs) where it's like every club, no matter what happens, it has to always be the best at every single little detail. And it's just not possible. And Liverpool have come so close. I mean, you you can almost say that Liverpool, especially between the months of about, you know, September or June last year when we won the Champions League and then up up to lockdown, Liverpool were just sort of unbeatably good. But that can't go on forever. And... I mean, there's got to be a point where you just you just accept that not everything is going to be exactly the way you want it all the time. But yeah,
1: I, I think I think we just got used to the idea that we were going to win the quadruple and get 114 points because that was yeah. touted around well, the media for ages.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing as well. I know, like, it's obviously it's nice to aim for these things, obviously, but I think when you talk to actual Liverpool fans uh, like yourself. It seems that that didn't ever actually matter too much. The points record was never really a thing beyond Twitter. It was always just something that was, that was put out there as a possibility. But I don't think anyone's caring about that. Like, for me, we've won the league. That's it. And yeah. anything else on top of that is like a cherry. But we've got the cake. So I couldn't care less about uh, about you know, about all the rest. Yeah, unfortunately, I, thought, you know, I...
1: unfortunately I do, because... <laughs> like I am in this Twitter world, so seeing everyone go at us now for and not achieving it is a bit annoying, but not as much as do you. You know, I'm not overreacting. Are you like, finding so. yourself
0: like I try and avoid it, but you do you find yourself like getting dragged into it. Do you, do you find yourself actually having to like take a position or like getting annoyed about things you wouldn't normally just I, because you're yeah, seeing I this like been, yeah. these like yeah gigabytes and gigabytes of, of trash on the internet. Yeah, it's um, good. when we like, lost I'm when going going we lost to, to sit.
1: Sorry, when we lost to City at 4 0, every everyone was mm-hmm. freaking out. And I, I all I tweeted was <laughs> just look, this is the definition of a write off, just leave it. And I still had people yeah. going at me like, No, it's not acceptable if we lose. We just won the Premier League, man. Come on.
0: But the, the amazing thing is we could have we could have what with uh, I think we had six games left at that point, right? Or five games left, and we could have lost all of them four nil, and it still doesn't make a blind bit of difference. Obviously, yeah, you can you can start thinking about next season and everything like that. But for now, just enjoy it. Let yourself enjoy it. For God's sake. Exactly. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> people. Eh? Um, right. Let's uh, let's let's move on a little bit then. Um, if we're sort of now looking ahead, obviously, the game coming up is the last home game of the season. It's mm-hmm. quite a juicy one against Chelsea. Obviously, that game is always going to be always going to be quite important important, and we we'll hopefully uh, we'll get something a good result out of that. Obviously, the big talking point is going to be the, the trophy lift. Uh, I saw, I saw an image going around uh the other day of how they're taking some seats out of the cop, and it looks like they're going to be putting in like a, uh, a platform or something in the cop for, for the oh, presentation. Shit. Uh, like, how's this going to feel for you, Perds? Is this something that you like really looking forward to, and how different is it going to be without the fans there? Does that matter? What are your thoughts?
1: It's um. It's actually going to be sad <laughs> to see us lift it. with No one around. I'm, you know, I'm going to feel for the lads that they can't properly celebrate because it would have been an even bigger celebration than the Champions League win, and it's going to be nowhere near that now. Um, but like, who cares? We've actually won it. So, just like, <laughs> it's just a little dampener, isn't it?
0: I mean, you're a, you're a tech savvy guy like Jeez, is there yeah, not yeah. something they can do yeah yeah I just, <laughs> I just want the people to know that really but um you see like the way that city have done as well with like some of the like uh the, the the screens with the fans like beamed in and stuff do you think there's something they could be doing like without or does that just end up looking a bit cheap and cheesy or yeah, is there any would. way they, they could try and make this more special
1: it will look naff i mean you could attempt playing crowd noise <laughs> through the speakers and fireworks but like for the actual players standing there lifting the trophy, it's not going to be the same at all, and that's why it will put a little damper in my heart because Jordan Henderson won't have a beaming smile on his face. Hopefully, he still does the little tappy run-up thing. That'd be nice. Yeah, to I see. was going to say
0: because he's injured. He's injured now. Oh. going to be like able able to do that little uh, little run-up.
1: Oh, I hope so. Even I mean, if it puts him question. out for an extra week or something, you know, it's worth it because you can gift that and put it on Twitter. Look, I'm in the Twitter space. <laughs> so I need the gift, man. I just need it. You need the gifts. Yeah. But
0: imagine if he goes up, does that, and then puts himself out for the start of next season. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It it would almost be worth it. It would almost be worth it. (laughs) Um, I guess then now this is uh, now it's been done. Now the Premier League's been won, Champions League last year, uh, Club World Cup as well. Is there going to be the same buzz to do it all again next season? Do you think? Like for me, this one was such a such a relief and such an occasion because it's not been obviously like Man United or, or Chelsea or City in the last few years where it's become, it's become a regular occurrence and I'm wondering whether it's going to be they're going to, they're going to go with the same intensity and we're going to get the same fan intensity next season as well, what do you think first?
1: Uh, I think we will because now we've got a taste of winning we know how good it feels we'll want it all the time like we said, fans are melting down after one loss because we're used to winning uh, same with trophies now. We want to win the prem every season I think because we we're, we're now used to winning it. We should be there.
0: And just and um, do you think that, need, that we need like signings to, to help like move things along in the summer like let's obviously talk about Thiago and other names as well thrown into the mix. Is that is that worrying you at the moment or are you Absolutely happy just to not. for like a quiet summer?
1: I want whatever Clock okay. decides because he knows best. And so do FSG. So whatever they do is the right decision. But, you know, but, uh, it would be nice to see well, a new shiny toy like Tiago. I'm not gonna lie.
0: I just it just annoys me when, when signings are like taken as like more important than actual than actual wins and actual trophies. That's just what it gets like obviously it like ninety percent of me is like, no, Tiago doesn't fit the system, he's too old, it's gonna cost too much money. But still ingrained in me there's this little 5% from years of reading gossip columns of just being like yes get, get him in yeah it would um, be good.
1: I think I, th- I feel like that would be a weird signing though because he's he's 29 and we don't really sign players of that age
0: no so I think the only player I can't it actually it see it happening the only non-keeper that they during Klopp's time who was over that age was Clavin and he was just signed as a backup centre-back so it, it would be <laughs> it would be weird yeah um Okay, just to just to wrap up then, um, what are we looking for in the Chelsea game? Is there anything you want to see? Players you want to see, given a run out? Um, like players that need to perform better, systems need to try out. Well, what do you want to see then in that game?
1: I mean, now the record's gone, it it actually really doesn't matter. But I'd quite like no more <laughs> silly mistakes at the back. That'd be nice. Um, don't want think... the home
0: rec- Don't want the record to go there, do we? Because like. Obviously, not lost a home game since, what, 2017? Three years now, so that would be annoying. That's, yeah,
1: that don't don't lose then. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, <laughs>
0: that's that's good advice. That's good advice generally. Yeah, yeah, cheers.
1: Yeah, yeah, nice. Cater um, deserves to start. He did pretty good when he came on. He didn't do amazing like all the Twitter people are saying. He did good. He did better than Ox. Um, and then I'd like to see Elliot and Jones again, because... Be nice for them to get their Premier League medal and they deserve a few minutes as well because they've been great when they've come in.
0: Yeah, definitely. Totally agree with that. Particularly uh, Jones, I think, has been really, really impressive. So Mm. hopefully he'll get a a bit of a run out. Um, Okay, that's that's all we've got time for today. Thank you, uh, Purdy. And thank you guys so much for listening. If you can uh, drop us a review, it would be very much appreciated. Subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, we'll be back again after the game against Chelsea. See you all next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection. The lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors.